0: Hey, everyone, this is Mike Andes, and you're listening to the Business Boot Camp Podcast. It's been a while since I've been on here. In fact, I look back, and there is the longest amount of time that has ever been between episodes here on the podcast. So I'm sorry. It's been so long. And I had a few people actually ask, "Can you stop podcasting and all this other stuff? And no, definitely podcaster for life and uh, haven't stepped away from the show at all. Uh, in fact, I've been super busy answering a lot of the questions that come in, on email and from the website from different small business owners and entrepreneurs, and so that's been really exciting. As most of you know, we're also preparing for the book launch, so we've been super busy there, uh, just finalize, finalizing everything with the book launch team, and then we got the editor that I've been working with on phone calls, and we have a, we have we actually have a team of editors that we're working with, and I'm hoping... After it's all done, and when we publish the book, that I can get my the main my publishing manager on the uh, the podcast and do an interview on what really goes into publishing a book and all of that. But um, so we've been really busy there, and then of course, <clears throat> you know, I have a landscaping materials and lawn care business, and obviously this time of year we are slammed. And so, a couple weeks ago, I think I when I did the last episode, we had just hired a couple more people. And now we're looking again for at least one more crew member. And so, we are just uh, staying busy. And very, very busy. And then, of course, we got school. So, we've been just slammed with stuff. And it's been fun, though. At night, I've been trying to get to a lot of your questions that come on the email and from, from online. And I, I do get to all of your questions. Uh, it sometimes might take me a few weeks, even, uh, just because the amount of time, if, if, if your question requires a lot of, uh, detail, like if you send numbers and things like that, I kind of, I do dig deep into it and I do really try to give my absolute best advice. Obviously, I can't spend an entire day with you, which some of you, some people who ask the questions and the things that come in that are medium sized businesses really, I need a whole day to work with a team of people, but, uh, for the most part, your questions I do get to. Uh, most of them are actually what kind of what in a lot of the questions kind of fall in two categories. One, the question is very technical, like business, how to, kind of what should I do questions, and then the other ones are uh, less about the numbers and a business and more about the the mindset and kind of how they, someone should be thinking about entrepreneurship and their business. And so a lot of those, this, that, that second part, the mindset, how an entrepreneur should be thinking, especially a young entrepreneur, a lot of those questions I answer in my book. And as most of you know, the name of the book is Millennial Millionaire, The Young Entrepreneur's Guide to Breaking Out of the Middle Class. And that's the book that's gonna be coming to Amazon later this month. And hopefully we get it published and everything. We're going through the whole process. It's been a wild ride, but the manuscript's done, and now we're just finishing up the editing. Like I said, with our team, and so, um, but yeah, that so a lot of the questions I do get to. I get to every single one. It just might take me a little bit of time, but I do get to your questions. I promise you that. Uh, recently, I'm just gonna kind of talk to you all today. By the way, uh, just kind of things I've gone been going through, things we've been learning, uh, things I've picked up on in the past couple weeks, and. This whole book launch thing has been really cool. Like, I haven't even really like launched the book, technically. I've shared the, the manuscript with the book launch team, but even that process has been really rewarding. A lot of reviews, or not reviews, because I haven't launched it yet, so you can't review it on Amazon or anything, but comments and people just thanking me for writing the book finally, and really a lot of those people just were the people who never asked a question formally to me, but they had a lot of the same questions that the book answers, and so that that was that's been really rewarding, and I know that I'm gonna get some flack from the book when it comes out because it goes a lot against against kind of the grain of the middle class and kind of the, the ideologies that we've always been led to believe, whether it be education or housing or uh, the way we should work and things like that. And so I know I'll get a little bit of flack, but for the most part, I've had just a lot of people really thankful. And it really, it, it really came from the heart of the book in itself and something I've always I've thought stuff. I've always thought of and I think in the future, I'll write a more technical business book, Um, not when I say technical I mean I don't mean like I'm gonna start pulling numbers out but more like marketing techniques and skills like this isn't really the book for that this is more of a mindset uh, really trying to get people to uh, change gears in their mind about the middle class and entrepreneurship and so But it's been really rewarding even thus far. We haven't even launched the book. So I'm really, really looking forward to it. And I'm a little bit scared about how I'm going to manage my time after we launch the book because right now I'm already being pulled in 100 directions. And so, uh, but I'm looking forward to it. And we've already had, I actually had my first interest in a speaking gig, which is going to be cool because I've done lots and lots of stuff over Skype and I've done uh, consulting live you know feed video and all of that stuff with companies and things but i've never actually done a live speaking gig in front of a larger corporation or anything like that and so just from the the book launch team we've had uh someone that stepped forward and so we're gonna hopefully i'm going to be able to get that set up for later this summer and be able to travel a little bit and go do that, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. And you can do that actually, but if you go on the website, essentially, if you book, if you buy enough books, once we launch the, once we launch the book, and you buy enough books in volume, you can book me for a day. Essentially, anywhere in the U.S., I'll come and talk to your people, talk to your business, go over stuff with you, create marketing plans, whatever it is. And so, I don't know how I'm gonna exactly schedule that in. I'm. I'm not. You know. You know. If you listen way back in the podcast, many, many episodes ago, the very beginning, probably. I always talked about how to commit first, then figure it out later. So that's what I'm doing right now. I'm committing myself uh, to do this. If people, essentially, right now, you can't even buy like make a bulk order of books. Um, but if you do like so if a corporation say has a thousand employees or 500 and they they make this bulk order once the book launches and they order all these books then essentially that's how they're going to book me for a day uh and i'll come and i'll pay for my expenses and everything and fly there and work essentially on their company for a day and be able to help their team and everything like that and so So that that's been fun, and I really hope that that will really take off because I would love to monetize this whole thing that I've been doing with the book and the podcast and everything. Because if I can monetize it, I'd be able to really start spending more time. Like I, I right now, I don't make money. Like I do everything at night and over email and the calls and the Skype. Pretty much all the Skype interviews and everything have been free. I just kind of do it out of my heart and when I have time. But if I if I was able to monetize this whole thing, this whole uh, being able to offer advice and all of this and being able to help people in their businesses and small businesses become larger and grow and expand, if I'm able to monetize it, I'd be able to spend a lot more time dedicating you know, parts of my day to doing this more. And so I think that really going forward, that's how I'm going to do it, is that I'm going to have the podcast, and it's gonna be 100% free. All the content's gonna be 100% free. I'm gonna give as much value as I can, and then if people want more, if they need me to get really specific and even come and visit them, that's how I'll kind of fund the whole operation. And even if I could make more doing my own business, or whatever. I, this is really what I'm passionate about, and so I think it's a, it's a starting point. And uh, I know a lot of people have really really got something from it, like. Like, I don't even know how in some, in some regard. It's just really cool to see what people have come away with, what they've already started to build in their businesses and companies that have even turned even larger. Like, when I say larger, I mean, like, not one or two people, but, like, even, you know, 10, 15 people, and they've turned their business around. Just we've been able to work through some things, and there's always just... It's usually just one or two things that in a company that literally can be the difference between making money and being successful versus everyone being fearful of losing their jobs the next day. And so so it's been really rewarding and I want to do it more. And that's why I've wrote the book and monetized it. Like I would love to give the book away for free, really. I would cuz I I think more people would probably read it. But I think if I can monetize this this rev and create revenue from this whole you know thing that we're doing here with the business bootcamp podcast and now the book and things i'm able to monetize i'd be able to spend more time and that's really what i want i want want, that's really what i want to do and but i need i would need to hire a ceo for my company and i would need to do quite a bit of other stuff even in the other businesses i'm doing so uh that's that and that that's been it's been super rewarding i want to do it more and that's that. Um, I want to just kind of like randomly switch gears here and talk about what something I want to do and then something I've learned recently. And so, something I want to do. And this is like a thought, something I want to do. Uh, I don't know. Like I don't know if you've, you all have noticed, but in the past few episodes especially, I've just kind of become a, a little bit less technical with the whole business thing and a little bit more really just down to earth what I'm doing, what I've learned what I'm learning, what I'm struggling with, what I've been successful with. And it's kind of been inspired by vlogging. And if you don't know what vlogging is, you might know what blogging is. And blog and vlogging is just blogging with videos instead of uh, text and pictures and things. And so I've been really interested in vlogging and the communities that have been online from vloggers that have... And essentially what you do with, with vlogging is you take a bunch of video kind of uh, throughout your whole day and you create videos every day or a few times a week or whatever and just your blog of your life but then also being able to share value. And so I've seen a lot of vloggers and they just kind of show where they're going and what they're doing and that's kind of cool and it focuses a lot on how they shoot the video and all of that and it's really cool. And that's kind of the creative side of me coming out. I like that. But then I also want to make it kind of do the same thing but for entrepreneurs and business people uh and so that when they watch a vlog or they watch something on a daily basis it's not just 10 minutes of kind of checking and seeing where someone's at or seeing some really cool footage which is obviously something i really love but i would like to do it where you could you know watch a 10 minute video on the way to work and really not only be inspired and see something creative and to be like well it's cool but then also get value and learn something every single day about business and then be able to see kind of the behind the scenes too like what i do what i do at my work but then also when i am consulting other companies and be on the work with other entrepreneurs i love to kind of bring everyone into that and so i've been thinking about and uh I don't know when it's going to happen. I think it's going to come later once I've monetized this and I have more time. Because the problem with vlogging is what I'm running into is you take a bunch of video throughout the day, but the problem is you got to edit it all. And you got to edit perhaps 30 minutes of video, 40 minutes of video into a 8 to 10 minute segment every single day. Or uh, I would actually try. I, that's what I'd be shooting for is every day, whether you do it. You don't have to do it every day, but I would try to do that. And, uh... So doing that would take a lot of time. And this is, you know, something I want to do and that's why I'm trying to monetize this business bootcamp podcast and with the book and everything just so that I could do this cuz I think it, so many people have on on the emails and things after especially after I have worked with them for a little bit they say, you know, it'd be so cool to be able to kind of see what you do behind the scenes not just in your the lawn care landscaping and materials business but then also like, how do you work with all these other entrepreneurs, and what are you doing on Skype, and being able to help them, and kind of being able to show you kind of the back door into what we do here at Business Bootcamp Podcast, and so I would love to do that, it'd take way too much time for me right now, and so that's something I'm interested in, because most of you might not know this, because you've just listened to my voice, but I'm really creative, I love, like, I used to paint a lot, I did pottery, and I wish I could play more music, I used to take piano and trumpet and all that but anyways i i really enjoy creative creativity and I, that's kind of one part of me that when i get old i'll probably fulfill photography i like that video and film and sound it, it's all it's all really cool and so i think i would really enjoy the creative aspect of creating a vlog every day and kind of getting cool angles on what we're doing every single day uh and honestly i just really when it comes down to it, i want to get a drone and I want to be able to shoot stuff with a drone. That'd be just super cool. And I live in a really cool part of the world up in Washington State right next to the ocean and it'd be awesome to have a drone camera with a GoPro on it, I'm just saying. And so I would like to do that. It'd be really fun as far as the creative part for me but then it also I really think I could every day I could deliver some some sort of value to a business owner And a tip or a strategy that is really learned from my day and you'd be able to see it visually not just in your ears which is super cool and i love podcasting and always will be staying with it but to be able to do something on youtube or even even a video podcast and where we could share eight to ten minutes every single day and give value for a business owner that's That would be super, super cool, and I'm hoping I can start that in the fall. This fall, hopefully the book takes off and we're able to generate lots of revenue from that, enough to where I can really dedicate more and more time to the podcast and to advising and things. That's really something I'd be interested in doing, and if there's anyone out there that is really good at editing video, I would be interested in talking to you. I don't know what the deal would be, because... But anyways, if you're really good at editing video really fast and stuff, that might be something I'd be interested in, because right now, I I don't mind shooting the video, it's just like, I essentially right now don't have time to edit video, because it takes a lot of time to edit video. I've done a lot of video editing in the past on Final Cut Pro, and using Adobe products and things like that, and... It takes a lot of time, so I'm not about to try try that right now, but I'm hoping once we, like I said, generate revenue with the book and things, I can start to spend more time doing this stuff and helping more entrepreneurs because it's super rewarding, super uh, fulfilling, and so that's that. Now, I am actually going to share some sort of value today beyond just my diary of what I'm doing right now. So I want to talk about... Something we've been learning in our business class right now, and I'm just wrapping my masters in business administration up (MBA), and we've been we're in this uh, what's it called international business kind of course, and so we learn about how to do business in other countries and the marketing and all. It's been really really cool, and we did this we did this case. Uh, we had to do a, a presentation on it, and we did Fitbit, and we talked about <clears throat> the different ways it's expanded into different markets throughout the world and what it's changed in its marketing which isn't much by the way and the reason it is and this is what i want to talk about today is when you're as you grow whether it be into different countries or in different counties or into different sectors or into different industries or you just grow in general you just you know expanding your business there's two there's something you're going to run into and it's this fine line this balance between standardization and Localization, So standardization versus localization. And when we talk about international business, what we mean by standardization versus localization is like for Fitbit, for instance, they're very standardized in the way that they market their products. You can look at a Japan ad for Fitbit. It looks very, very, very similar to one you'd see in the U.S., and their products are exactly the same in those con- the different countries. So they've really, really standardized their products. Now, for some companies, this is necessary. For other companies, localization, which me- would mean uh, really making every single product or a facet of your business, whether it be marketing or whatever, really adapt it to the market that you're going into. So, for instance, Japan versus the US, there might be certain cultural traits that have to be edited in your business in order for you to succeed in Japan versus the US. So that would be a form of localization where you really have to change your product, your SKU, how you even manage your team or have your headquarters or whatever it is. You might have to really localize your product. Now, <clears throat> you can look at that in an international business class like we are. That's all fine and good. But for a small business, a young entrepreneur or someone that's you know five, ten employees maybe, this is still really, really applicable because as you grow, and really that's the goal of everyone as an entrepreneur to be growing, expanding, <clears throat> making more revenue, creating more jobs, etc. You gotta, you're gonna come into this battle between: do you standardize, and do you constantly create systems within your business to create a repeatable product or service, or do you localize? Do you try to become more and more localized to the needs of your customers to individual clients to individual companies if you're doing b2b or whatever it is are you going to become more and more are you going to are you going to custom fit really your product or service and it's not to say that as you grow you have to standardize although typically that's what happens with larger corporations as they grow they have to standardize and that's what we have we're doing with our business right now we have to standardize and some people some of our customers and clients that we provide service for they can't handle that they want for instance on the lawn care portion they want the guy that's going to come to their house know their name know every blade of grass on their property have touched every tree and leaf uh and really can uniquely tailor their service to that client uh now we can't do that as we grow because we have different crews cutting different people's lawns and servicing different people's properties and so we really have to work on standardization and really creating a a product in this case a service that is going to serve the greatest percentage of clients so we can probably serve i'd say 98 97 percent of people we can serve them with our standardized product our service and uh you know the other three percent that really need a tailored uh arborist or a gardener or master gardener or whatever it is to come do their property and know the ins and outs and spend hours kind of fine combing their property we're not for them really and so we've really standardized but now I'm not saying that as you grow you have to do that there's some products and services that actually as you grow you need to become more and more tailor friendly customer friendly and really tailor your product to the needs of your customers on a given every single given basis and so it's just something that you need to consider though is standardization versus localization and I think really as we grow as young young entrepreneurs and small business owners and just any age entrepreneur, really, I always say young entrepreneur, but, uh, any age entrepreneur and business owner is really, I think we err more on being like, we need to standardize more typically. And that's why we talk so much about creating systems and procedures and making sure that everything is kind of like a conveyor belt starts on one end ends on the other as your final product. And, I think we we far too often try to customize our product too much to the needs of our client when we need to realize that in order to grow, in order to systemize and hand things off in your company to your employees, you're going to have to standardize. But that being said, localization is still something you need to take into consideration because for Fitbit, if they created an ad in the U.S. in English, Obviously, if they did that same ad in Japan, it's not going to work very well. But they also are taking into things like cultural underlying undertones and, you know, in their, in their ads, would a younger person talking to an older person work? Would running down the road, this is talking about for, for Fitbit, would someone running down the road be something acceptable in Japan? Or some way, someone some, eating a certain type of food? so you got to take in all those things into account when you talk about localization and standardization because there might be something that as you grow and expand you're going to have to localize or change with your product or service and that's very possible as you grow and expand your business so that's it for today everyone i'm going to try to make sure i get back on schedule with the podcast and continue to make sure we get an episode at least every week and so sorry for the delay but as always, it's a pleasure. My my goal here is to get one every week, and I'm gonna shoot for that as hard as I can. This is Mike Andy, you're listening to the Business Bootcamp Podcast, and I'm looking forward to launching the Millennial Millionaire, and I hope you all are looking forward to reading it. We'll talk to you guys next time here on the Business Bootcamp Podcast. This is your host, Mike Andy, signing off.